Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Sam <laughs> Hi. Um, are you too famous to speak to us now? I just want to check. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who is this? <laughs> you're just. Fo- yeah. You're nothing. Nothing. Nothing's coming up on the um, on my on my dial. Well, you are you are front page news today. I mean, you always kind of act like you're front page news, but today you actually are. Do you want to tell us all I a little know. bit about that? Oh well, no. I was just asked to write a piece about male grooming during the lockdown and uh, for the Times. Specify and grooming, please. Male, there, there male could be a bit of confusion male, there. It's grooming. It's grooming males. <laughs> No, it's a male, <laughs> male one's one's own grooming, and uh, so I wrote. So I wrote the piece, and then woke up this morning, and there I was on the front cover of the Times too, and I was like, "What the what?" Looking lovely, might I add. Hi, thank, thank you. It's a picture from like it's a picture from last year, and it, the point of them using a lovely picture was that I look rough as rough as old boots inside, which um, I do look worse. But um, the good I don't thing- think it was a picture from last year, Sam. I think it was a picture from the mid nineties. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> it had a bit of a yellow tinge around the side of it. It looked like it had come out of a, a that, pirate that, bottle. That or was something. that was just piss, babes. <laughs> 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 That's what they used to call me at uni, piss, babe. No, they didn't. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. They um, yes, they well, they unbeknownst to me, they put they put the picture on the front cover, and it, and obviously it was a bit of a surprise. So, um, but it was good though because you know sometimes with parents when we do the things that we do um they don't generally understand the world that we work in etc so they go oh you're gonna go to an event oh that's lovely but like wouldn't you like to be a teacher instead or like you know or my dad said to me many times over what about being a train driver they make loads of money you get free train travel and i'll be like well i do other (laughs) i do other stuff but then you know being on the front page of the actual times itself i mean maybe finally the penny might have dropped and actually do do something and i don't just piss about all day long i do piss about all day I long piss but, babes. But <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, well, so yeah, yeah mine are the same they go from one extreme to the other they're either you're not doing anything or my dad will message me the day before the brits going would you be able to get me four tickets <laughs> I'm like who do you think i am i'm not fucking beyonce i'm not just gonna and he didn't he didn't even want to take me as one of these tickets. He assumes I have my own, and then I also have four spared for friends and family. I know. Like... I mean, I was fucking Beyonce for a while, and she didn't give me four tickets. <laughs> well, when Jay-Z found out, all hell <laughs> broke loose. It did. Um, and speaking of love, this episode is... I'm in love, I'm in love. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, I can't even remember the. Ch- is there a tune to that there song? There is. Well, it is. It, and once again, as we talked about last episode, it is repeated ad nauseum until you can't. You can't not. I, I think I woke up in the night thinking, "I'm in love." Oh, oh. <laughs> it, it was a. It was a nightmare again. It was Ms. Cracker, you know, swinging herself about. But uh, yes, it was. I think it was it an original song. I think it was another original song, wasn't it? Yeah, I think since break up, bye bye. They've been doing. Um, instead of kind of, because they used to just do RuPaul remixes, which yeah. did work for a while, but I think they've run out of RuPaul songs to <laughs> hammer to death. Well, decent ones anyway. <laughs> well, there was about one decent one. <laughs> um, so now they've got the originals. So yeah, Break Up Bye Bye was good. This one, not so good, but I still kind of like the episode. I like the concept. <clears throat> I do. Me. I do. It was. Because you can't cough sweet. these days. I shouldn't do that. Moon, edit it out. <laughs> I don't want people thinking. I don't want people to think I've got uh, COVID. <laughs> I already had it in March. Mm. I've got it out the way early. So you say. <laughs> Have you had an antibody um, test? I don't think so. 
Well, Sam, we know you lost your sense of taste because we've seen your wardrobe all over the times. <laughs> I jest, I jest. <laughs> that was my closet, not my wardrobe. <laughs> Just after you came out of it. Um, came all over it. <laughs> well, we don't need to shade each other because there's plenty of shade in this episode. <laughs> there is. So it's, it starts off with mayhem. She's thrilled at first because she survived last week's elimination. Mm. And she's like, I'm here. You love me. Mm. Do you think they really do love her? Or do you think they just hated Derek? Well, again, I, yeah, exactly. Like you don't, like you, we don't actually find out who voted for whom. And because... Well, that's we thing. do it untucked. We just haven't seen it because it's so hard to find here. Oh, right, of course. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't... Everyone voted for Derek apart from Jujubee. Are we, absolute, are we absolutely sure of that? Yeah, I mean, it emerges and the, the, the only person who owns up to it is Juju at the beginning of this episode. Well, that's what I mean. She's the only one that owns up to it and I think she's actually right. I mean, are there, okay, there are two things here. First of all, in Derek... Barry's, remember Derek Barry, it's the um, Essex car <laughs> salesman's. Um, and Derek's... When he writes on, she, sorry, writes on the mirror, she says a special thing, love you, Juju B. So it's almost like they had this little bond. So that's why Juju B was the only yeah. person that, that voted to save Derek. I wondered about that. Or is it maybe the person who leaves his privy before they leave to who voted what? Because it feels like very specific to just call out no, I think I think without... I think without cameras on them, they would have said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote to save you, wouldn't no matter what." They, they'd done an alliance that we didn't see, perhaps. Oh, that's what I think because they're both, they're both, they're both very old school, after all. And I mean, I know Mayhem says, oh, "I'm really good friends with Judy B. We've worked together for years," and all this kind of crap. <laughs> At the end of the day, they're not, they're not as old school as Derek and Judy B. And I think you know those, those are bonds that aren't easily broken. Well, do you think that Mayhem goes a bit over the top with being so offended that someone would dare vote against her? Oh, well, she was the performance was bad, so I would just take the hit and yeah, keep rolling. I mean, it was. <laughs> I, but I mean, this is what. But this is what we said in last week's episode. Um, we didn't see all of all of Derek Berry's um, performance, so we don't know that some of it could have been more funny. And Jujubee looked. Jujubee looked like she meant it. She looked like she actually meant that it was more funny, and that's why I voted to save her. That's what she, that's what yeah. she said, and she looked like she and and Gigi B has no reason to lie, especially in that situation. It would have been so much easier to just clam up and not say a word, wouldn't it? Yeah, say, oh, you were just my bigger competition, or, or, ju- or just or just or just not, or just when they said, oh, did anybody vote? Like no one's going to find out. Just say no. I didn't. I'll just go look over there. Just try the whole <laughs> distraction technique. But she <laughs> yeah. actually is really genuine in this moment, Juju. She's honest. She said, I just thought hers was funnier. And then she starts to do a bit of a fake apology, but then she pulls it back and says, yeah. do you know what? I'm not going to do that. Do you Sorry, know what? I, I, I actually love that bit. She was like, no, actually. I mean, <laughs> how many times Ed, do you and I like go through a fake apology before stopping halfway through and saying, no, do you know what? That was really fake. I actually really, <laughs> I actually really do mean it. I didn't mean to call, I didn't mean to call your mum a whore. She's not a whore. I mean, come on. Um, excuse me. Yes, she is. Don't be spreading <laughs> lies on this podcast. She worked that corner. <laughs> no, I shouldn't be saying this. Um, <laughs> um, but then we get an even bigger gag. We get um, Cracker piping up saying that she made a mistake. And I thought she was going to say, I think everyone thought she was going to say, I should have voted out um, Mayhem instead of. Derek, but then she says I should have brought White out and said on Gina. If you honestly, if you could see, Gag. if you could see my face, I am 
fuming. You know, I wasn't. If you could frown, you would have done. <laughs> if I if I could get a single wrinkle on my perfect forehead, I would right now. But um, I, I she basically not only did I just didn't particularly like her last week, but this is the most the rudest thing you could do. First of all, you are shading somebody who is basically the heart and soul of the show that you are on like years a decade later like you know and that you're shedding that person and not only do you not even need to because she wasn't on the um she wasn't on she wasn't on the either of the lipsticks but then saying you're gonna come in with a tipex i'm saying tipex not white out (laughs) it's a tipex and say that you're <laughs> going to... This is a British podcast. <laughs> British, British people. And I refuse to say white out in this day and age. And basically, <laughs> um, and, and to say that she didn't even need to say it, and then say that she's going to come in and alter it, like, neither of the things that actually even happened, it should have been on Gina after all. Like, fuck off! So unnecessary. And it doesn't even make any sense, because even if you had voted for her name using Tipex, no one else would have done it, and it wouldn't have changed the outcome, and, and you would have just been a bitch for no reason. And then, to add drama on top of it, saying that she couldn't sleep because of the, because of, because of the decision, it's like, wait, you couldn't sleep because you thought you might have to come in with a Tipex and change it and make no difference, or you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't sleep because of something else. What are you even talking about? And then when she goes, and then, this is why I love GGB again. She's like, oh, I just couldn't sleep. What, what did she say? Like, oh, just go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed well, then. <laughs> the interesting thing a lot of people have pointed out about this is on Cracker's season, they were all on the main stage and Asia O'Hara said she didn't think Cracker was a star after RuPaul asked their opinion of who should go home. Yeah. And Cracker held such a grudge about it that she called Asia a cunt repeatedly <gasps> in interviews afterwards and held on to that grudge and brought it up at the reunion. But she's done something even worse here because no one even asked her opinion and she came out with a very weird, deranged, attention-seeking... So, I mean, it's kind of... so attention-seeking. Like, it wasn't even necessary to then, literally, to, to sit there, like, head in hands and be like, oh, my God, I couldn't even sleep. I couldn't even sleep about what to do. Like, it wasn't even... A decision between which person to choose which you were supposed to do it was like you were just going to change it and be mean about someone who's lovely what <laughs> it, just, it doesn't, make, it, any it doesn't sense. make any sense at all like, and angina says it well she says you're not bender la creme and you wish you were just shut the fuck up already <laughs> and right i wonder so. if the, i wonder if the show will allow it Tipex white out to continue or if that was just a one-time thing like are they just going to go rogue and start voting off random people well, members it... of the judging panel like anyone <laughs> what's happening I'm voting from I'm voting for Michelle to leave I mean <laughs> I really didn't think her performance this week was very good at all like her makeup she's was not a convincing woman her, her makeup was all over the place she looks 80 when she's in fact 50 I mean <laughs> <laughs> sorry Michelle if you're listening <laughs> she will do I, I love Michelle we're friends hi Michelle Hi Michelle. Do you um do you think Cracker is gonna be fully the villain then? Um well she's getting the villain edit, I think. But then I mean we'll talk it about seems like we'll, she we'll talk is about, responsible for this. Yeah. Well yeah, we'll talk about um later on in the show when she gets a bit of an emo moment. But like that moment, that is that is purely her. I mean she's make she what she does over this whole episode is Make everything about her, like oh, I'm gonna do her, like, and and you could even tell when 
she is sat there with people or when she's doing a VT, like she rolls her eyes or she makes a big fuss about, oh, oh my God, the rules are changing. Like really over the top, really like, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, I need, I need to get featured in this bit. So I'll go crazy instead of just being normal. And it's like, oh, so like, and so this bit with Angina, you're going to be a massive bitch just for screen time. Like, I know we talk about Big Brother, but I'm going to talk about it again. It's like, the whole <laughs> Big Brother thing is just like, ah! gone mad everyone because you think because you think because you think you get more screen time and that's what she's doing who'd have thought it drag queens attention seeking not not on my drag race not on my race (laughs) (laughs) so rupaul reveals that the song i'm in love they're all gonna do their own verses write them about a celebrity crush yeah and ru reveals that his is ed o'neill in married with children yeah um so yeah, quite a weird crush. <laughs> Who is your weird crush, Sam? My well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it depends. I mean, are we are we on the show or, I mean, because it's it's so you can do both. Well, <laughs> because because obviously, Blessed Claire does a funny one, but it's but she uses you know the way to go, Hannibal yeah. Lecter, like, and it's just like, well, I'm going to choose Kim Jong Un for mine. I mean, <laughs> I've got like he's got. Do you mean Rim Jong Un? Rim 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 Hung John, like basically. <laughs> She's got, she's got that. She's got, you know, hair to die for, shaved around the back and the sides, like we all love in Soho. I mean, come on, and she's, she's, and she's in command of an army. I mean, what's what, what's not to love? She's got a great career, and well, and, yeah, and, and, North Korea. and hidden weapons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would be a good choice. Um, I, I, my choice was the dwarf from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Because you know I do, I do genuinely fancy him. I've always thought it was hot. I really like his voice. And you're I'm about you're about that. the same height as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I wanted to be the taller one for once. But actually, I think he might he might just have an inch on me, and I, I oh. am talking height before you start. <laughs> well, well, yes. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, what's his name? Tad Tadarius. Uh, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Tyrion. Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion. 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 Tyrion Lannister is the character, and Peter Dinklage is the is the actor. I don't watch the show, but whenever I've caught sight of him, I shouldn't refer to him as the dwarf, should I? I mean, I just forgot his name. No, they call, they call him hot. the imp in the show. Oh, but that obviously is der- that obviously is derogatory. Yeah, well, the imp does not make me limp. Quite the opposite. Have you have you ever watched any dwarf porn? <laughs> Sam, <laughs> yes, I've starred in it. No, um, <laughs> I haven't. I don't know if that's um, politically correct to well, do so. Well, I, I don't. I don't think you can say little person porn though, because that sounds worse. I, I just watch the borrowers and have a glass of wine and just you know, get carried <laughs> that, away. That's that's the same thing. <laughs> I just uh, I just had a wank at the borrowers. Is that the same thing, babes? <laughs> it's not the same. It's not oh the same. God. It's not the same just because they're all ginger, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have a fetish for ginger hair. That is true. <laughs> so I would pick Max Browning from EastEnders as my weird crush. But I feel like so many people pick him now. He, it's become a normal Yeah, crush. it's because he's quite rapey as well. That's why. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sam, you've made this podcast ten times more offensive. <laughs> for, that, for that, we salute you. Thanks, babe. <laughs> so India has to pick her two biggest competitors of the week. And she chooses Shay and Blair. Mm-hmm. Tactical. How would you have played tactical. this? <laughs> so would you have yeah but Shay is probably everyone agrees the biggest competitor yeah. Blair is more of a weird choice yeah Blair isn't because the thing is notice what happens so they make them into team captains and the first person yeah. India gets the first choice and she chooses Jujubee 
But, so she gets the best. Yeah, exactly. Outcome. That's exactly why she. That's exactly why she did it. I think she thinks that Shay is a um, is a threat, but not so much Blair. I think that was a bit tactical. But then she was like, oh, and then she does the whole thing in the VT, like, oh, I, I fucked myself over, and it's just like, no, you didn't. You know what you did. <laughs> did you used to get picked last at school when they were no. picking teams? Well, it depends. It was. <laughs> it depends on the team and where it was being. Cheerleading. You were always first. <laughs> I was always first. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Oh, wow! Like totally freaked me out. I mean, right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we find out who everyone's choosing, and Juju has chosen John Stamos. <laughs> and I didn't know who this was. Oh, did, he's fit. Did you? Yes, I did know who that was. I recognised his face when they showed the picture. Was he in Glee? <laughs> Yes. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, they, most of them pick hotties, do you know what I mean? Which is the, why I think Blair St. Clair chose someone who was different, who, I mean, obviously it was, it was more to do with comedy. I mean, did you see the whole bit where India's like, I'm just going to choose my fiance, like, give me a break. <laughs> thank, thank God they put a stop to that. Cause it was, that's so stupid. That's, that's just like, okay, who could you, who do you want to fuck in the whole world? It could be anyone. Oh my God, it would have to be my wife because she is <laughs> the one that, you know, the, the mother of my kids. It's like, that isn't the point of the question. So I'm glad that was put this a stop to. This is like those people who claim to masturbate over their partner. <laughs> and I, I call bullshit. Who does that? That's so weird. I actually think it's creepy. I'd rather wank like, over bullshit than that. <laughs> well, that's a separate fetish. I mean, a cow pat, but, um, not a bullshit. <laughs> I um I didn't know who most of their choices not most of them I didn't know who a few were and it reminded me of I'm going to bring up my favorite ever Sam Dowler quote <laughs> one of my favorites which was when we were at a showbiz event and I was saying there were no celebrities there and you said to me this is many years ago it's like a who's who of who are you <laughs> <laughs> and I've quoted <laughs> and I've quoted that regularly since then I had to bring it up because I think it needs to be archived. <laughs> It's like a who's who of who are you? <laughs> I did I did say that. It was. <laughs> it was. It often is, actually. It's not as glamorous as it seems. It's usually a who's who of who am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's after the free bar. <laughs> and speaking of wine, Chianti, Blair picks Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's funny. Well, as I, you know, as I said before about Kim Jong-un, like, it, it's funny to do it and it... It's different. I mean, in the performance, it didn't, you know, work out particularly well. But it was, it was just something that was a bit more interesting than what everybody else said. You want to pick something that lends itself to a lot of puns, a lot of references. Yeah. You don't want to box yourself in. And, yeah. and, and I love Hannibal. I love the films. Have you seen them all? I have seen all of the Hannibal Lecter films. Yes. All, yes. And they're Red... all on Netflix now. There's no excuse. No, they're, they're fantastic. My favourite is actually uh, Red Dragon. Oh, God, that's so scary. And Ralph Fiennes is... is it Fiennes or Fiennes? Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Oh, he's terrifying in it with the blind woman and everything. That, oh, my God. That's right. That's right. And then also when um, the uh, Hannibal, when, when... What's her top in it? Julianne Moore. I love that as well. Oh, yeah, because um, Jodie Foster wouldn't come back for it, would she? And also um, Andy Garcia eats his own brain. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got me. You had me at Hello. <laughs> <laughs> a good rom com. That's what we want. <laughs> I thought it was a rom. Um, I thought it was a rom com, but it, yeah, <laughs> didn't turn out to be. And we get a um, cracker. Then being really annoying, she's actually trying to rewrite her teammates' lyrics, which it seems like she's become quite an egomaniac. Yes, yeah, like it's a massive egomaniac. <laughs> yeah, along with the extra pounds comes the extra ego, and somebody <laughs> and somebody actually calls her egotistical, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't even believe you think that about me." And it's like you are doing like everyone has, when. 
when everybody else is giving you a serious eye roll and you're just like when they were doing the dance moves for example and she's like well, what about this and like and Blair's like oh I'm in charge here and it's like oh no well I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this it's just like oh my god you're not in charge she's been a nightmare know, is, if everyone's consistently saying the same thing about you do you not think that maybe it's they have a point like Cracker still seems to think that everyone's wrong like later what? on she calls it garbage uh, <laughs> what the, well this should get to that yeah i know we're gonna i know we're gonna get to that because i've i've, I've got a lot to say about that when when she goes when she goes <laughs> emo gonna, but yes we're gonna get another sam rant i should look forward to that <laughs> someone who sounds like they've been ranting <laughs> sounds like they've been ranting his angina because her voice is just becomes like it's so hoarse it's just like how did this happen see i She's think only on I, episode I, two I think, but, uh, well, I think probably she doesn't do a lot normally. She maybe does like one show a week and I think she's come in full pelt and she's in her own head, like they always say. And, you know, she's, she thinks she has to be all things to all people. She has to gossip here, gossip that. And she's just talked herself hoarse. And because um, due to worry about, you know, having to live up to being from the very first series and also having to live up to being an all-star and also knowing that she'd been shit a couple of times already. So then like, oh, yeah. you know, she's like a, you know, a Duracell bunny that's just run out of batteries. Yeah, I think the longer you've had to wait, I guess the longer the pressure's built up mm, and the more of course. likely you are to then like completely surrender to the pressure. Exactly. Um, I would do. Would you ever be able to, if you were a team leader in any situation, would you ever be able to hand, delegate and hand over responsibilities the way India does, giving the choreography to Alexis? Or well, would you be like, "This is me"? No. <laughs> See that one. Well, yeah. I mean, you know me, and I'm. I'm not. I I I have led teams in the past, but I, if I thought that somebody those are in orgies, my... Sam. That's a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Everybody go in my holes. No, um, so... <laughs> no. So I think like you you know who if you're in a team of three, for example, you know who is better than you at something, so that's why you delegate, etc. But like. But a lot of people are control freaks and they wouldn't be able to do that. So I think it actually shows a good leader to of course, your weaknesses. Only, but only to know, it. if you know that somebody is better than you at something, then then you you have to give it to them because you actually want to win the challenge. So there's no point in me going like, well, I'm really good at, you know, choreography and then doing a shit job and then wondering why you didn't let somebody else do it. Come on. Whereas Shea Coulee slays it as the choreographer and it's just like, she feels like one of those people who's just good at everything. Mm, um, yeah. A little bit like myself, to be honest. <laughs> um, a, quadruple, like... a quadruple threat. <laughs> quadruple chin. <laughs> <laughs> or quadriplegic. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get into the workroom and everyone's bitching about Cracker. Cracker's kind of the... Um, yeah, villain of the episode so far. Mm. And then Angina joins in and they all have a good bitching session. And this is the bit that you mentioned earlier where uh, she's actually confronted. Was it, which one tells her she's difficult? Is it Blair or Juju? Mm, um, it was, I think it was Blair. It wasn't Juju. Juju sort of sits there with a raised brow the entire time and then hangs her head when things get nasty. But then we get the confessional oh. cracker crying like, if I knew why people thought I was difficult, I could fix it. And it's like, everyone's telling they're you. Tell- <laughs> they're, telling you- <laughs> they're telling you why you're difficult. They're telling you how you're difficult. It's just like, people say that I'm difficult all the time and I just don't understand it. I'm just trying to be me. And like, and I don't understand why this, has, why this is happening. I would change it if I knew. They are telling you, people are telling you what, how you're being difficult. And, and I think, yeah, you have two options. You can either own it and be like yeah I am difficult I don't care and like kind of be um, 
show some nerve about it mm. or you can mm. actually, actually try and change it. But don't... I hate when someone tells you they're honest with you about you being a twat and just don't play the victim. Listen to what they're saying because then, then it just makes it even more annoying. Exactly. And you've just had it. You've just had a go publicly at the nicest person in the whole of Drag Race history. And then you wonder why people think you're nasty. I don't understand. I've just raged war in a whole other country. Why do people think I'm mean? <laughs> you're so right. If you're going to... If you feel compelled to come for someone, at least go for one of the bitchy girls. Like, why go for Angina? And, al- like and also, crazy. then don't pretend that you don't understand why people think you're horrid afterwards. Come on! Well, she has got a backlash from the fans, definitely, this week. Good. I hope, um, I hope which... her back is severely lashed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be a bit extreme, but we shall see. <laughs> Hashtag too much. <laughs> we get to the main stage and one thing I do think is too much hashtag too much is RuPaul's and another weird dress I feel like they're getting worse <laughs> I feel like it's hodgepodge I'm getting vinegar strokes as hodgepodge, vindicated hodgepodge is my drag name how dare you <laughs> that's hodgeporridge <laughs> <laughs> um, okay yeah no I, I disagree with you I just I always think that, um, that RuPaul looks flawless flawless I mean, she always looks good, but I think she has has such a high standard. I like the fact she's experimenting more, but some of these dresses are just really not working for me. Well, to me, honey, she's like a bungalow. She's got no flaws. (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. Um, Someone very flawed is Madison Beer, who I didn't know she was, but she... (laughs) She had too um, many beers by the looks of things. She's had, never had a beer. But she was on okay. Celebrity Drag Race as a contestant. I don't know if you saw that one. And oh, she, oh, another, oh, another one that's come back from that. Mm. Yeah, they've been getting two, two hits out of them, which is more than she's had. And then <laughs> Chanel did her makeup on the show and then revealed afterwards on social media that she was the worst client she's ever had. <gasps> she was rude. She was difficult. So... Who is this? She's a very pretty girl, but like I don't know any of her music, and she's rude to the queens. Um, I don't think well that <laughs> spot should go to someone else. Being diplomatic, I do. I think I do know her management company, so um, who works with a friend of mine, and I think that she's actually maybe she's come across wrongly in those situations, and actually she's really quite lovely. <laughs> oh, it's just like it's just like you to like a beer too much, Sam. That's always been your problem. <laughs> I like a mad and a son and a beer. <laughs> <laughs> what a night. And I also don't know who Tess Thompson is. Oh, um, shame on the Ed Dyson. So Tessa Thompson. Oh no, is she a legend? She's a massive legend. She's she plays Valkyrie in Thor in the Marvel films and also oh, I don't like and them. I, well, <laughs> I don't like them. Too much thinking. <laughs> but no, she's... I love I... <laughs> They're just so complicated. <laughs> They're freaking comic book films, you idiot. They're not that complicated. Anyway, so no, not I'm only joking. Sh- no, I like Batman films. Those ones are too silly. I like them to be up, down, left, right, and nothing in between. Um, so basically, <laughs> so basically, she's in that. But she, also, she is. She starts. She, she stars in Westworld as well. Oh, yeah, okay. with um, what's a chops? The English one who was on it a couple of weeks ago. Well, are you writing her biography or something? No, oh, I can't remember her name. Um, and the title is it's a who's who. Who are you? <laughs> so I'm writing. It's um no. So so basically, the two top stars of Westworld, which is a huge series on HBO, yeah, and it is big. and both top Amer- and both top stars are amazing. In fact, I thought Tessa Thompson was English, so I was quite surprised when she came up with an American accent. But um, yeah, they're both fantastic, and she, I mean. She flips that fan a lot better than somebody else does later on in the episode. 
Tandy Newton. Tandy oh, Newton. Yeah, oh, thank Newton. you. Oh, she was a judge you. on season twelve, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a judge on season twelve, and she's stunning. And basically, so um, Tandy and Tessa are both. They are the two top, two top bill people in Westworld. It's a huge series, so I think the fact that they've both been on Drag Race and they've both been judges on Drag Race should be applauded. Clap, clap, thank clap. You very, clap, clap, um, clap. Thank you very much. Before we get to the musical performance, should we do our own musical performance and do To the Moon? Um, to, you, to, to, to the moon. To, to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. You have to keep going, Sam. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> David thought it was to do, the moon. do, Come do, on do. The... Me... Okay, this is going to be a work in progress, I can see. You were very out of time. Well, you didn't tell me what I had to do. <laughs> You sing to the moon. So David thought it was to, David thought it was do the groove, and I kept saying to him, "Why do you think the, <laughs> why do you think why do you think the song's called to the moon?" Why does this Madonna song sound so weird? I, I, I said, "Why do you think the, why do you think the song's called to the moon?" He was like, "I don't know," because they say do the groove, and I was like, "It isn't. It's to the moon, you idiot." I thought it was to the moobs. I thought it was about, like <laughs> that was just that's just looking in the mirror, babes. <laughs> Pitch. <laughs> right, so the point of To the Moon is that we get to see what Moon is wearing and then we describe it. So, Moon, let's see. Reveal yourself. Here we go. I've got a good one for you today. <gasps> oh, it's a white t shirt. Jesus loves you. Jesus oh, loves you. Jesus loves you. Yes, you know. <laughs> you can never predict what Moon's going to be wearing. So, this week we've gone religious. But I'm his favourite. We're going for Jesus. Oh, Jesus loves you, but I'm his favourite. I don't think you are. I don't think you are, babes. He told me that he hates you. It's uh, my mum's t-shirt, actually. <laughs> he actually said he was really cross with you. <laughs> well, we um, we need to talk about your mum. I say that like we need to talk about Kevin, because she drugged you yesterday, didn't she, Moon? <laughs> yes. Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, on um, yesterday's episode. <laughs> she came fl- she came flying in out of nowhere with a syringe in hand as usual straight into your <laughs> straight into your ass cheek and well you were dead for days <laughs> what happened was moon asked for a paracetamol because he had a headache and his mum accidentally gave him sleeping tablets and then he was left drowsy and yeah close to the edge but you're back in the room we've got you and now jesus loves you yeah so i'm like back and well today <laughs> the moon the moon's come back to earth yeah, feeling better than ever. Half moon. But now he's a full moon. <laughs> it's an eclipse. <laughs> Total eclipse. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Sam. Thank, thank you. Yeah, let's have our break now then. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We are back and we've got the performances of I'm in love, I'm in love. So we'll go through each group and you can say who you thought were the stronger and weaker ones. So we had group one, which is Alexis Mateo, Juju B and India Farah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think again. I mean, God, I sound. I sound like I'm just, just out for Juju B, and I love Juju B. Like, I, but I think, in, I do love the fact that in the workroom, India gave her some good lines, and they chatted about it, and it was funny. Hers was funny, and oh my God, those. <laughs> Those leg warmers that she had on were just to die for. So I was all about that. <laughs> and she looks stunning as she always looks. So I'm just, I was just into her performance totally. She outshined the other two. Loved it. 
I thought Alexis was the best and I thought Juju fell a little bit flat. But one thing I missed on the first viewing that people on Reddit noticed later, mm. India, I thought, why did she pick Justin Timberlake? But I think she picked Justin Timberlake to shade Derek Berry because then she said, I sent Britney back, as in I got rid of Derek. <laughs> so I, it was very subtle. I don't think many people picked up on it, but so it just goes to show how petty she is. Possibly so subtle it didn't exist, but I mean, I would, I would hope she was as petty as that because that would give me life. But um, yeah, is she is she as pathetic slash intelligent as that to make it so subtle that only you'd only realise what she'd done in the second viewing? <laughs> I truly hope so. Me too. <laughs> um, in the second group, we got Cracker, Mayhem, and Blair. Oh. And I would say the Cracker was the strongest. I liked Sylvester Sloan, the ring puns and the oh, boxing and no, all that stuff. No, no, but she just, but then she just overacts every moment. Like when she talked, when she was like, "Oh, these Muppets," um, was one of the lyrics I think Blair said, and um, and she's like, you know, mugging away, like you know, like she's at a panto. I think she's a panto queen. She isn't. It was too hammy. It ham was, on a cracker. Oh, it was think? it was ham and cheese on a cracker, honey. <laughs> I thought Mayhem was okay A bit Mayhem as Juju said she's, last episode she's been, she's been okay the whole time so far Yeah well Okay, to, okay. Poor, to poor yeah. I thought Blair missed some of the words lip syncing So that kind of got given um, a bit of a pass I, I don't really care about that I think she looked great She was the only one that did something out of the box So um, so you ate it up Just like I, Hannibal I ate, I ate it up just like Hannibal and like what, With father what, beans What mis- mis- <laughs> Father <laughs> beans more like um, What um, <laughs> What Miss Cracker reminds me of is, You know you can get that, that, that premiere Like um, cheese from a from a tube, but it comes with ham in it. That's what she's like. Oh, that's disgusting. She's primula with ham on a cracker. <laughs> actually, 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 love it. The reason I say it's because I love it, but I love it on a, digest- on a digestive. So you know, it's a guilty, guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Group three, we've got Angina, Mariah, and Shay. And I thought only Shay really delivered. Angina was really terrible, and I hated Mariah's horrible Letitia Dean wig and messy split. No. So only Shay saved this for me. Yeah, no, really. I mean, the thing is, what I loved about the whole challenge was <laughs> what I liked more about it than the actual performances was the stuff they were doing as like girl groups in threes behind. Like they were doing like a yeah, little mirror. They were doing like a little mirror dance. They were doing like you know a grease sort of like homage on um you know sat on the bonnet of a car that sort of thing. And we've all been on a, we've all been on the bonnet of a car. I mean, I know you have Ed. So um I just I don't think... like to talk about my work <laughs> life here. Keep business and pleasure separate. (laughs) I just think those things were really those. They were really cute. As opposed, I I just I just felt like a lot of it was a bit shoehorned in, and I think I would have preferred this challenge maybe with three less queens. Yeah, it felt like a lot, and I felt like no one really slayed. I think Shay did do the best, Mm. but like it was a lot of just okay performances and not a lot of standout. Yeah, exactly. And again, it was it's episode two, and like you were saying yesterday about how when Adore was slated for not being incredible, we've just got another selection of middling performances in yeah. like bang in the middle of the show. And I think no one is making us gag yet. And like Yeah. And even like, I mean, you know how much You I can't love... gag, can yeah, you? Exactly. Though? I can't gag. I have I've had my gag reflex removed, you know <laughs> For work reasons. On on the NHS, thank you very much, Boris. 
Well, the runway this week is Love the Skin You're In, which is yeah. a very nice theme, um, given everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and India st- starts off with that message. She wears a dress that shows all the different colours um, that there are. Mm. Well, not all the colours, but that's the message behind it. I, I feel, I like, a few of them, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a select few. Yeah. I liked the message. I didn't love the dress. I felt it was a little bit um, tacky. Yes, I mean, again, it was one of those... I mean, so having seen the show for so many years, you know, obviously, what they bring. Like, I'll never forget, I was um, I was with Michelle Visage having a chat, name drop. Clang! 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 And um, <laughs> I think it was after they did the Madonna episode that I'd seen um, prior to seeing her. And you remember they did... Um, I think it was... They did a, a Japanese kimono, Nothing Really Matters, and four of them had done it on the runway. Season eight, yeah, yeah they all did the kimono, it. She Better Don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I remember talking to Michelle about it, and I was like, how did that happen? I mean, how did you let that happen? Because it's like it, like it made the show look bad. It made it look like it was disorganised. And she was like, she was like, it was, they were given the challenge beforehand, and obviously they bring all their stuff with them. And yeah. so it just happened to happen that they, they all thought of the same thing. So with some gowns now now that i've known that is that you it's sometimes it just looks like oh you brought it from home for this challenge and you've just plonked it on and there's no real thought you know yeah well i think with that challenge apparently some of them had brought backups but the producers didn't let them wear them so i think once they realized mm. so many people brought kimonos they actually insisted on doing it for the funny <laughs> storyline yeah but yeah but i don't think <laughs> i don't i think i think it that was a backfire move because i think it just made it look like the show was disorganized true um, Juju, I thought, looked amazing in this nude gown and her updo. Oh, um, oh, my I'm God. Hoping... It was stunning, I have to say. It really was. The Probably up... the best she's ever looked on the show. Uh, the updo was sky high and the padding was insane. I just, honestly, she looked statuesque, stunning, so tall, so beautiful. The higher the hair, the closer to God, honey. She's definitely not tall, so she did that illusion well. What exactly? But I am hoping, I know you don't want to hear a bad word about Juju. What do you bear when you're I love, I love this look, but I'm hoping she doesn't do a Latrice on All Stars 4 where she just keeps coming out in gowns. Like, we need, mm. we're going to need to see something a bit more out of the box, which we haven't seen yet, but it is early days. No, so I mean, I well, obvi- well, obviously, obviously, no, I do understand that. I mean, you look at someone like Crystal Method, for example, in season 12. And what yeah. Juju, what Jujubi is doing is classic drag, beauty, you know, pa- you know, pageant queen. And that looks, and that looks stunning. It does look stunning. But is All Stars about pushing the boundaries or is it about being an All Star and being a classic? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think like season 12 is about pushing the boundaries of drag. That's why I think, you know, Crystal Method ultimately yeah. should have won. And that was my opinion. But I think that All Stars is about... It's like a greatest hits, you know. You don't listen to the Immaculate Collection and say like, "Oh, I'm not listening to Holiday." It's so old. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's about. I think it's about bringing together the old and the new and finding the middle ground. Well, I think All Stars is about doing yourself. So it mm. depends how high the standard is. Mm. Um, but it wouldn't look right I... if GGB suddenly came out in a crazy face painted nonsense outfit because she wouldn't be comfortable in it, and it w- and it would look like she was doing something mental, and she wouldn't do it. You're right. You have to stay true to yourself. You have to experiment while still always maintaining who you are. Exactly. 
And Blair has definitely switched it up. She has worn something she wouldn't have worn on season 10 with this pink outfit, which is amazing. But I was so pissed off that she was pink. The face was pink. I just thought it was ridiculous. Well, she just thought she had a bit of pink eye. Do you know what I mean? That's what I thought, you know, or maybe <laughs> or maybe it was a touch of stink eye. I'm not really sure. That was what the judges well, did with her. But I, I do you know, what? <laughs> I, I, I liked it because it was, it was, again, pushing the boundaries. Why did you not like that? I thought it was great. I loved the outfit, but I think what happened was she had that outfit and she wanted to wear it on All Stars, so she has made it fit into a theme that it doesn't fit into. <laughs> you mean shoehorned? She shoehorned it in. Mm. And she just thought, I'll paint my face pink and no one will notice and look like Monet did when she did Pink Panther, although admittedly a lot better. And I just think it's a bit of a cop-out and I'm not having it, but <sighs> otherwise I would love the outfit. <laughs> but by, you know, by... It's all about how you interpret things. I mean, you look at Dominic Cummings, how did he interpret <laughs> lockdown rules? It's the same it's the same as this challenge. Like, I mean, if you want to interpret it in one way, you can you can really stretch the boundaries of imagination and interpret any way you want to. I think I do understand what you're saying about bringing an outfit and wanting to wear it and interpreting it for that reason. But I think the ultimate look was fabulous and, you know, and the and the colors, you know, the face Match the outfit. The whole thing looked great, apart from the granny tights. I didn't particularly appreciate them. Yeah. Well, I just think she needs to play a fair game. Mm. A, a Blair Saint fair game. That's what I'm wanting. <laughs> Blair Saint um, fair! <laughs> <laughs> um, I also didn't like Mayhem's dress or crackers. I thought... I'm just... I'm I, not loved, I loved crackers. I thought... Um, I love that sort of, you know... <laughs> it was very COVID, wasn't it? There was, it was a cough guard. <laughs> well, it covered her face, so we don't have to see her roll her eyes at the other contestants. So I guess that was a blessing. But... All we could see was eyes. It was one eye roll and a load of tool. <laughs> <laughs> but however, one, I mean, one of the best looks I would say I've ever been on the show is Shay Coulet coming out in this new delusion bodysuit. Oh my God, it was amazing. I was like, oh, I actually, no. oh shit, sorry, football's just come on the telly. Let me turn this on. <laughs> this is sacrilege. I never thought football would be part of this podcast. <laughs> it isn't, and nor shall it be. <laughs> I'm allergic. Um, especially during a very important moment, which is complimenting Shay on this black excellence. Just amazing look. I just, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I mean, stunning. It. Obviously, it was inspired by, you know, tribal Africa. It was, you know, it was the giraffe women, and that was that was beautiful. I mean, obviously, it looked... It did. <laughs> it did look a bit like dress up giraffe. Like I mean, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but um, it was. Oh, I thought it was stunning. Yeah, no, but it was. It was stunning, and the hair was stunning, and the makeup was stunning, and the um, hair could have been bigger. A few people said, and I, I do agree, it could have been a um, little bit bigger. But... Was in like some giant fro, but I think that would have detracted from the fact that it was almost respectful in what it was. Do you know what I mean? It was a nude yeah. Outfit. It was a nude outfit, and you know what it. You know what she was trying to portray from it and I don't and I think maybe a big crazy fro might not have said as much it would have made it look a little bit more crass than it actually was yeah well it's all about proportions as we saw with Angina's look because everyone said she looked like an egg in a nest no I loved it I love I mean I'm not gonna slag off Angina I thought it was fantastic and what I would have gone for like because she's <laughs> with the bald head amongst like a nest like that. It's actually like the vulture from Spider Man. I don't know if you know who that is, <laughs> but um, I would have said like, "Ah, you know, I don't like Marvel." I know you. I know. You, I know you don't. I mean, you've got to. You know, you've got to get over that, babes. If we're going to carry this on, but um, oh, Sam, can I, you do your impression of what's that impression you do from? Um, what is it? The baddie from something? Oh, Skeletor from. Um, yeah, can you do that? <laughs> 
Should I, I'm not going to do it now. Surely, can we not leave it for a later date? <laughs> but I only just remembered it. Ah! Just a little bit. <laughs> hey, man, you absolute boob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, bu- you. you bumbling idiot once again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that. I had to make you do it. Um, Thanks. <laughs> and Mariah, again, like Juju, gorgeous nude gown, serving mug and body oddy oddy, but also not really pushing the boundaries, but still definitely a hit. No, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But um, I think she could paint her face beautifully, I have to say, stunningly. I mean, it took... Yeah. Them, I mean, it just, it looks... looks like facially, I think, almost the best on the whole runway. But um, the rest of it, not so much. And the judges give their critiques. They declare Alexis Mayhem and Cracker safe. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone you thought should have been high or low in the safe category? Um, no, I think that was pretty much how we all felt, actually. Because, um, yeah. I think Alexis could have crept into the top, but mm. you weren't feeling that. You weren't feeling her gassiness. No, I weren't feeling it. I'm I was, feeling I was, very I, gassy. I was smelling her gas, but I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> so they give their critiques on they're giving a lot of credit to Juju for this please fill up my house line is that a reference to John Stamos is, is he um, is one yeah, of his no, shows fr- Full House yeah he's from um, yes it is that in fact it's not called that it's called something else um, it doesn't, I've lost Fuller it. House Full, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, I still don't think it's the most genius line I've ever heard they're all gagging as if it's the height of wit um, and... well this is what I mean I think it could have they could have had wittier, funnier lines, but um, yeah. But she happened to have if she happened to sneak one through the net, and it was funny. So therefore, they sort of like to dine out in it. It's like I said earlier, like when everything's sort of middling, you jump on to the best things that are in the middle, and then try and force it into a moment. It's yeah, like making yeah. fetch happen, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's going to be on merchandise for years to come. But <laughs> no, exactly. Michelle agrees with me about Blair and her skin, so I like the fact that me and Michelle are in agreement. No, I, I'm not in agreement with that. Sorry. Well, you're left out then. You can't sit with us. Fine, I don't want to. <laughs> Of course, Shay has declared the top all-star. Is there anyone else you thought would win or was it clearly Shay's for the taking? No, it was Shay's for the taking. And I think like after last week when you said, oh, Shay, it's, it's Shay's to lose. Um, yeah. I, Is that I, your impression of me? <laughs> Sounds very close to Skeletor. It's Shay's to lose, he says. No, that's... Oh, no. Fagin. I've got, I've gone Dickens again. <laughs> the, <laughs> Not the, the first time. Uh, the dick's in. What can I say? Um, no. <laughs> So I think that yeah, I mean she was she was clearly she was clearly the winner. It looked beautiful. I mean, like, you don't think Blair was close? Uh, I I do, but no, yeah. I think Shay. It was her episode. It was. Uh, she slayed the runway. She slayed the performance. She was a well. I can't say she was a good team leader because uh, in the bottom we get India, Maya, <laughs> yeah. and on China. Both of her. So. <laughs> Nothing's as a team leader like destroying the rest of your team. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they all deserve their placement? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, I didn't think so, India was that bad, really. No, not really, but she was just a bit crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't bad, but she was crap. Yeah, so, yeah, she wasn't bad, just a bit crap. And I think um, on China again as well, I think she... I don't know. I blame... I Honestly, I blame Miss Cracker for the whole... For, for on China's, you know, downfall. Yeah, kick her when she's down and then it kind of well, has they, just made her get even worse in her head, isn't well, it? Well, they said the whole in thing... In her like, head. And it, <laughs> 
reg. Oh, she was right on her reg, she was. I do think, I, I, I mean, sometimes I do, it does annoy me with drag race when they say, oh my God, I just got really in my head. I mean, it's like an excuse, like, for doing shit. Like, I was just really in my head. I mean, like, what telling yourself. They always shit. say that, and then they always say, oh, it lit a fire under my ass for the lip sync. And then they end up in the bottom next week. It's like, it didn't light a fire in your fucking ass. <laughs> no, exactly. So I think, but I do think that they, um, I can't remember who said at the beginning of the episode that they thought it was, um, I think it was Alexis Mateo actually, that said they thought that Miss Cracker was playing mind games with Angina. I mean, like, do not yeah. do not play mind games with Angina, you little shitbag. Like, not you, with the ledge. Not, <laughs> with, not with the ledge. I mean, and I, and I think it really got to Angina and it was, and, and like, and I, and I, and this is what I'm saying, how I do blame, her, blame Cracker for it. Because I think yeah. she got in her head, told her she was shit, and then she started to believe it, and then and then you know, and it became a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I agree. And um, Shay says she feels bittersweet despite winning because of the fact she was a bad leader. Do you think she's being hard <laughs> on herself? Is it her fault? <laughs> I love that. I love that bullshit. That's pure bullshit. I mean, that's like. <laughs> I mean, God. I really hate that I beat everybody else. I mean, I do. I hate to see friends of mine, you know, disappear down the drain. But like, I tried my very best. I mean, that's like those people at school who said they didn't revise and then get an A, and they've yeah. been secretly revising. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I mean, I did nothing. I don't even understand. I don't deserve this A. I really don't deserve it. I didn't do anything for it. Oh. And then for people that work, I don't think you got then, any A's, Sam. I, I, I did for my GCSEs, thanks. Not for my A levels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about well, it now. O levels. You're showing your age there. But um, <laughs> uh, we get an emotional moment when Angina says, uh, before they're meant to do all their deliberations, but she says, I want to be here, but you have to, you do not have to deliberate with me because these two do not deserve to go home tonight. I'm not giving up, but this is the fair thing to do. I'm not giving I'm not giving up, but I'm actually giving up. <laughs> I'm totally giving up. Uh, do you think it's sweet or annoying? Um, I think it's sweet. I think it, do you know what? I think it's really sweet, but I would have preferred it if people had seen it as sweet and not... Because when she says that, obviously the other two were like, oh, thank God, that means she's giving up. It means I can have it. It's fine. Whereas, yeah. actually, I think what she meant by it was like, oh, I'm going to give up, but please save me. I'm just, I'm really... Oh, you I, thought it was tactical? Well, no. no. Well, I, I, I don't think... I, in a situation like that, where she's worked so hard to get there, and it's been years, like she said, I mean, I know she knew that she wasn't hitting the mark. And Cracker had certainly told her it was so. And I think she was really upset. But I think she was good enough to go further. But she was maybe testing the water by saying, oh, no, no. Oh, no, but no, no, don't take me. It's like, oh, take me, take me. When in fact, I think she was being genuine. I think she thought it would be genuinely unfair for her to continue when she's doing so badly. Um, But in this moment, Cracker actually steps forward and says a lot of winners started in the bottom, so she should carry on. But that's actually not true on the main series. And that's no retribution for you, Cracker. I've I've still got my tuba primula with you on top, babes. No (laughs) chance. But she does say she should have said nothing and shouldn't have said... So at least she shows some remorse. Although she shows it in confessional, she shouldn't actually say it to Angina. Um, exactly, mugging so, away as she goes, <laughs> like you know, doing another, <laughs> doing another faux emo moment. Piss off, cracker! <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> do you think that India's deluded by saying that she doesn't think she should be in the top, and she she thinks that she'll continue to be in the top if she carries on? I think it's bravado. I don't think it's delusion. I think it's just like I think she knows the truth, but she's just trying. 
I think a lot of the times in Drag Race, you're like, oh, you know, you know, girls, I'm going to take you home. I'm going to take you to the cleaners. And they turn around going, oh, I know I'm not really. Ugh. Yeah, I think <laughs> India knows as well as we do that her yeah. story pretty much concluded within one episode. And now she's just kind of treading <laughs> water. Your story ran out when Derek Barry left, babe. So, um, you know. That, you said Barry. I said, you taught I, me Barry. I said Barry. I said. Roll the tapes. Thank you. <laughs> Roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. Put your hearing aid back in, Dyson. <laughs> but um, so, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is that, like, I think maybe... And I think it's great that India came back, but that first episode, it's like, it's like a showreel, do you know what I mean? You can take that... Ep- she, can take, she can take that first episode home with her, put it in a box, put it in, like, a, you know, like a time capsule and be like, this was me, this was my best moment because yeah, that's it's it. like when Valentina did it on All Stars Four when she won the challenge, lip synced to Ariana Grande. It's like you've completely redeemed yourself, but yeah. you've also peaked. Like you're not going to yeah, top yeah. this now. That was it. Um, so unfortunately, India peaked in episode one. <laughs> yeah, peaked on entry, and she, and she, got, and she got rid and she got rid of her nemesis in one fell swoop. Do you know what I mean? It was beautiful. It was a beautiful episode for India, but that's the end. It was an orgasm of an episode. And was, speaking yeah. of which, during deliberation, Alexis says, gosh, I need to have sex. I'm like, you've only just got here. How horny can you be? I know. Uh, Don't you have bananas in your room? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ale- and Alexis also says she's furious that Angina gave up and she picks her lipstick. I know. And, um, the, and the thing is, I mean, I love, I do love that because they've obviously, they've got like a little secret room which they've done up to the max, like a hooker's fucking bedroom. And like, you know, and they... <laughs> like sat- your bedroom. <laughs> Very much so. And they sashay... <laughs> and they sashay in and they like, you know, do obviously they're told to say something particularly dramatic to the camera and it's just like, oh, I just can't believe I'm giant again. Oh! And then they, you know, deliberate over which one to choose, etc. It must take, yeah. it must take half an hour to film it for each one of them with all the shenanigans but um i don't think anyone truly thinks that Andrana gave up properly i think it was a moment of being upset i think if you gave her the chance to actually carry on she would have done she wouldn't have she wouldn't have done a bend de la creme and said no i'm not going to carry on she wouldn't have done did you ever think for a second shay might actually save Angina because she was on her team or do you think she was just trying I did, to yes make... i did i did think that no i i not just for a little bit i did think that yeah, well, Shay is a good actress, so she gave mm. us a bit of a um, hot and cold there. But then we get to Shay has to now lip sync against oh. a lip sync assassin to decide whether she will get to send. <laughs> and I wanted it to be Sasha Velour. Can you imagine if it had been Sasha Velour the rematch? Oh, they wouldn't have done it, but they would have been amazing. <laughs> they would. Uh, Sasha would never have done it because I think she wouldn't want to. No, because she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have even had. She wouldn't have even wanted to have had the opportunity not to have won. But instead, we get Alyssa Edwards, who's never out of the studio, really. She's there for Drag Race Celebrity. She's coming in on the regular seasons. It's like, she must have her own room at this point. <laughs> she's, on so reta- was- <laughs> she's on retainer. <laughs> um, she needs a retainer, because we've <laughs> all gonna, seen the overbite. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, so I was excited when it was her, but I was wrong to be, because, <gasps> I mean, she well, we'll fu- get to that. She fucked it right up. But do you think it was intentional? Because a lot of people are thinking that producers said, can you go easy because we want Shay to win this one. There's going easy and there's flicking your fan and then dropping it on the floor and then and then throwing your throwing your coat in front of you so you can't even walk over it. She fucked it up. So, I mean, like, I wasn't in love with um, 
she was Shay, it was Sh- Shayla was doing it, wasn't it? I wasn't in love with her performance yeah. dur- during the show. Like I, I wasn't into it as into it as you were. But like that lip sync was incredible. Shay was incredible, especially because but- Shay's not known for her lip syncs. She did against Nina Benina Brown in season nine and did win, but Nina Benina Brown had given up and then obviously was annihilated by Sasha in the final. Yeah, but this so was this ep- is a real this was, redemption. This was epic. Epic and and Alyssa Did you was Alyssa was Alyssa was blown out of the park and yes I knew the song I don't listen to it a couple of I've times I've never heard it well I I've, I've again like which I have to say I'm I've put it on a playlist of mine because um, there's so many good songs that come up in lip sync that I've often not heard because because Rue because so Rue often picks up a um, a good 80s track and you're like oh my god looking at these he... cool looking at these queens lip sync at this track why do I not know it so I've I've <laughs> I've picked it up again Neutron Dance wasn't it by the Point Sisters so I've um I've downloaded that again and um and they both did really well but like Alyssa was blown out of the water. It was almost It's tragic. possible that all her best bits were edited out because the, the edit did focus on Shay, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, she has improved so much. She's duck walking, she's splitting, she's giving face, she's yeah. moving so much. Yeah. It was amazing, especially to a song that I didn't think was the best lip sync song, I must admit. Well, no, it was another... It was another... It was basically... Okay, when it comes to 80s music, I'm speaking personally here, um, I love ones that aren't overplayed i like ones that are maybe album tracks or singles that didn't go very far because um they're still really good but you haven't really heard them so you're not tired of them and this well, is i've loved I... some of them before there was that one taking me to the point of no return the darian versus bender creme i'd never heard that song and i listen to it all the time now because yeah of exactly I don't think so this I, is going to be one think, of those i actually think that rupaul I, I think that rupaul should do a compilation of 80s tracks or tracks that we've never really particularly heard before they've done on lip syncs because I think they're great. Well, the last thing she needs is more money, Jesus Christ. Give that woman more so, money. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, um, oh, before Alyssa is defeated, we do get a tongue pop out of her. So that's one redeeming thing. Sam, oh, I want to know, I can you do was, a tongue pop? Sho- I felt it was shoehorned in. <laughs> You're using my shoehorn all the time now. Can you do a tongue pop, Sam? Oh, that was a good one. Well done. Thank you. That was better than Alyssa's. Um, of course, <laughs> Shay wins. And of course, she eliminates Angina. And then we get an emotional no, moment. No, but not, nece- not necessarily, of course, because I thought that because Angina was on her team, she might not have chosen her. So I was, I was sad and about choose that. choose India. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I felt like it was inevitable. But then Angina says a really sweet thing. She says, 11 years ago, you changed my life, Rue. And I just want to say thank you so much. And you're changing my life again. And then oh. says something even sweeter. On Gina, 11 years ago, you changed my life. Oh, oh. I'm tears. What, did you not like it? I know, I oh, loved it. So I, lo- it's so I loved true. it. I loved it. But, you know, I mean, it, personally, I thought, it could, I, I thought it could have gone on for a bit longer, personally, that, that loving. And, yeah. you know, I think on Gina should have been in, you know, a couple more episodes, but... Because you know RuPaul's song Lady Boy, that was actually a b- written about on Gina. So oh, Gina's inspired it. her own. <laughs> You're getting all emotional. I am. Literally, I'm weeping from all ends. <laughs> and then the thing that made me even more emotional was before she left on Gina said, celebrate your life because life is a celebration. Um, which is a callback to the episode, the Viva Glam episode yeah, she won. Yeah. Um, in season one, when she revealed her status and kind of I know, changed these are, I the mean, like, show. So, so in Marvel and um, sci-fi stuff, these are called Easter eggs. So if it's like a 
like a subtle you reference. You're talking about a head again? No. It's a subtle reference to things that have gone before that only a fan would know. Do you know what I mean? So Something that's... for eagle-eyed fans, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, that, that, was, that was lovely. I think it was lovely. And, and um, well, like I said, I, I don't think she should have gone. I think if she'd have got her confidence back, she could have gone a bit further but she was never going to win because as I said well, maybe as they'll I, get I, a comeback usually on All-Stars season they get a chance to come back so hopefully well I'm hoping Shangela's going to um, come back hallelujah um, hallelujah after Angina was, <laughs> yeah. was eliminated she made an Instagram post thanking everyone on the show and she completely shaded Cracker saying I hope next time someone's struggling you don't make them feel worse like you did with me so oh, I love that the hun- drama is hun- bubbling hey, on that is because that is the absolute tea because she did do especially that especially because this is filmed a year ago the fact Angina's still bitter means we could get a good reunion out of this I hope yeah I'm hoping so um, did you see the preview for next week? no I didn't I sometimes miss it. Um, so it's they're making their own sweet, not as in a piece of candy, but their own like... So it's going to be like a Club 96 challenge. Uh, so they're making like a hotel suite, but that's not interesting. But the interesting thing is Cracker versus Alexis next week. We see a little clip of their argument. So that's going to oh, be very good, juicy. Oh, good, good, good. That's going to be juicy. I'm going to be front row and ready to go. We're going to get a Sam Dowler rant, I'm sure. <laughs> I already can't I, wait. I can feel it brewing. so we'll be back on monday to be recapping that episode episode three of all stars five and we already can't wait uh thank you for listening and thank you guys thank you for having us until then bye Bye.